welcome to episode 12 of Two Lords Without Swords. Today, it's a special two-parter, two-parter episode. Uh, this first part is going to be all about the recent Fire Emblem Hero stuff. Uh, joining me today is Neil. Hello. Hello, hello, Neil. Uh, are you ready to talk the CYL poll, the Choose Your Legends poll, and uh, talk the talk the very hostile Springs banner? This is going to be full episode of controversy. Full episode of controversy, and then uh, and then after that, I'll be joined by uh, a good friend of mine, uh, good friend of mine, Draconic Saber, and uh, we're going to be talking about shonens and is- isekai anime. So uh, that'll be right at the end. So if you're not really interested in that, you could. Uh, you can obviously skip it. It's just kind of like a special thing that me and my friend did. So, yeah, um, we might as well get right into it. Um, I did a little bit of summoning. Uh, I would say. I would. Uh, I would say so. We might as well just do a little summon recap. Uh, I know you don't. You only summon maybe what, like once a month. Yeah, it's like, oh look, I want this unit in this banner. Woo! <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, for me, it's like okay. I'll hop in maybe the new banner until I either get pity broken or I get what I want. And then, or, or the banner ends that, that, that can happen like once. I remember, um, with the first summer banner, I kept on, I, I didn't get like anything. I wanted summer Robin and, um, I think it was like less than an hour left on the banner. I finally got summer Robin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Cause I just kept on grinding. Um, uh, chain challenges, but... <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so, so this week I basically, cause I, my, uh, my beast banner was at like five, five and a half percent and uh, I started grinding up. I had like 20 or so orbs and then I was like, fuck it. I'll just pick up the, uh, the January, uh, special orb promotion. Cause that's the only time I'll buy orbs. Cause it is the decently more priced, um, and so I finally pulled Racin and another 40 orbs later. <laughs> and, you know, Racin will probably be the one that'll probably get uh, demoted, which I'm fine with. I, I really like Racin anyways, so. But she's really fun to use. <laughs> like, Must be fun having a dancer. Three move dancer. Yeah, I want to be I know. I, for <laughs> me, because... Because <laughs> I was summoning on it, I was summoning on it, right? I'm like, I I don't care what I get, like, yeah, like I guess Nisa or whatever her name is, the Nisala. blue Nisala, the blue one, I probably wouldn't want. But other than that, I was like, oh, um, no, the blue one is uh Nyla, Nyla, not Nisa. Uh, Nisa's the bird, the blue bird. bird. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, crow, but yeah, and then there's a, and then there's Leanne, which I probably would have preferred Leanne, but yeah, I don't know. she'll probably stay. I yeah, but stay five star probably. But Racing's flamboyant, so I'll take Racing. He's he, he he's good. It's it was it was really funny too, right? I did my first the uh, because I, I was like, okay, let's just do these two wheels, and then I'll probably stop or well, I'll probably still continue, but I'll be salty about it. Um, <laughs> uh, the first wheel was like nothing but four stars. So I was like, fuck sakes. <laughs> and then the the uh, the last wheel, it was like. I mean, there's a couple of, like, just bad free stars, a couple of four stars, and my last one was a green that I was saving for last, and it was racing. I was like, fucking finally. I was like, I got something, yes! It's like, yes, now I can go to the Hostile Springs Bear! <laughs> Woo! 
such a great banner filled of many, yeah, many. mediocre units uh, that we'll, aren't going to we'll stand go out very much in the meta, but That's oh well. Right. we'll. We'll talk about the hostiles when we run in. Um, so for me, I, I, I like Elise. I, I really do. I I actually tried to go for Summer Elise. And Bun. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, went, you went for Summer Elise on the the Legendary banner, didn't you? Still didn't get her. And it's same, with, with <laughs> same with the, uh, the that that one summer ban over summer release didn't get her, but I d- I think I got summer corn, so I think that that was the same banner. Yeah. Yeah, I did get summer with, corn. Like, a but... banner or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with Leo. With Leo. Right. With Leo yeah. alt that was worse. Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I ended up pulling um, hostile springs, Elise, and less than forty orbs. With just the Tempest Trials orbs, actually. Um, yeah. So. It's like forty-two Tempest Trials orbs. Yeah. Even then, even then, um, I just got my five-star Camilla, so I I probably put in maybe like thirty orbs, on the banner. Grinded. Yeah. Grinded through Tempest Trials. I only ground like this is the first day to date this, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, I'm like just before even, or did I just? I think I just got even defense wave or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, for me, I was like, I was up last night, so I was like, oh, well, time to play Tempest Trials. <laughs> I looked at my stamina and I was like, I have enough for one Tempest Trials run. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was um, double SP and it was the melee, mm-hmm. uh, like bonus, which you probably could have grinded up a bunch of uh, SP for your melee units like the other day. Yeah. But... Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, okay. I, I've been doing it on um, uh, on the Tempest Trials actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you gotta get you gotta get slaying axe on Legion, my dude. Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> I think that yeah, actually, because um, I think what I need to do with Erica right now is to get her upgraded version of her weapon, and then I think all I need to do is get slaying axe on Legion, and then I think I'm fine. Those are slaying my two. Axe, and then it's like, oh, I gotta refine it again. Again, it's like yay. Right, well. I'll probably chuck him on my uh, Tempest Trial banner or Tempest Trial team. Which, yeah, it's I don't know. Uh, I've been enjoying it. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad I Tempest finally. Tempest Trials is always fun at the start. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It, it becomes a it, grind, but you know. It becomes a grind like for the final like two or three days, but yeah. it's always fun building a Tempest Trials team. Whether you're tra- like I I try to use a lot of the bonus units. Like yeah. I built up a Xander for pretty much just for this i i I, I tend to use the free unit they give you yeah i like for some of them i'll tend to do that but i always try to grab one other Mm. like unit like this time i grabbed xander last time i grabbed well i ended up grabbing uh i think i just used winter erica because i i didn't use winter ephraim because he would have took all of erica's buffs yeah and i was using uh tharja and robin with the same attack so yeah big brain play I used Cecilia and, and Winter Erica. I feel like I well, then, I mean, Tempest Trials one, I used the Tempest the, Trials. The Princess Azura. one, I think I actually used Legiarm. I think. Lolly Azura, she was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> the free unit. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, she could dance. That's all we need. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the... Uh, just to kind of go a little bit off topic, if you look at the, uh, uh, the Tempest Trials free units... They've been all pretty good. 
I'd uh, say. Some of them have been pretty bad. I <laughs> mean, the recent ones, I should say. The recent ones have been good. Like, the recent ones have been... They've either been good units, or they're just, like, units that fit in, kind of, with, like, leg yarn. Like, she just kind of, like, fits in with all yeah. the other Lance calves, where she's, like, just about as good as all the other ones. So it's, like, it's not like she's a bad unit, but she brings those extra skills. Yeah. But like, you, you have, uh... Like, bringing cone flyers yeah. to, like, the... Uh, four-star pool oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like you have small azura like you like even if you just go back to like october you have small azura you have halloween dorcas and halloween dorcas is really good he's tanky he's like hector without distinct counter pretty much yeah pretty much I mean, we had Finn, which was like, why? Why don't you have a weapon, Finn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Valentine's Elod was good. So for like yeah. at least a year, we've had decent ones. Yeah, um, yeah. Joshua was pretty good as well. Yeah. But Tobin was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the first like three, no, yeah, the first three were bad. Then we got Black Knight, which was just like. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meta-defining Meta Tempest Trail unit right there. Yeah, Black Knight's pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Especially uh, now plus 10. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Um, have you used uh, the new Camilla yet, or no? Nope. Uh, Ouch pouch. Is, Ouch pouch. Uh, Dude, she, there. she, I, procs, I, like, she procs her skill. I like. usually <laughs> wait for, like, the five-star one. Because yeah. I usually just build that one. Uh, I mean, then I say that, and then Finn's, like, halfway to level 40. <laughs> Did she <laughs> fell pro- off at some point. She procs Glimmer, like, ever, forever. Immediately. Immediately. Except, I think, uh, you're, I think you're supposed to roughly switch it out for Moonbow, because she doesn't have enough necessary attack or something to use Glimmer to the most potential it has, I guess. But if you proc Glimmer every turn with the help of a dancer... <laughs> if you have attack buffs, oh yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely work. Uh, yeah. You gotta fortify Camilla. You're fortifying beasts, right? Yeah. Fortify breasts. Yes, it's tanky. <laughs> uh, so speaking of summoning, what you're waiting for is the uh, the Mythic banner. That's coming yeah, that's out gonna... shortly. It's just... It's gonna be like, oh, tomorrow night. They're gonna be like, oh, yeah. here it is. And we're like, well, so, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, red is uh, looking to be good for like once in uh, quite a while. Oh, I, I think mean, red has been kind of like, uh, green's better. Just pull for green or pull for blue. I mean, but you, red. Has you want that Erica? <laughs> legendary Ike, legendary Erica, and uh, it's looking to be uh, Hoshin Summer Micaiah. Ooh. Which are three units I would not mind having. I have yeah. Ike. I got him in like the first banner he was shown up in, and then we got a free one. But yeah. I mean, what's wrong with more worry breaths, right? Yeah. Maybe I'll put one on a Fjorm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Man, Fjorm actually proccing offensive skills. Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, I want I wanted legendary Erica. Didn't get her. Still want her, so yeah. <laughs> I killed the dream team, legendary Erica and legendary Ephra. Oh wait, they're different colors. Well, <laughs> can we almost do Erica emblem? Uh, yeah, we can. I think. Can we? Yeah, we can. Can we? 
Legendary Erica, Normal Erica, uh, Horse Tome Erica. Oh, yeah, and right, Tome. There's, it's her brave variant. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Tome. Yeah. Her random ult. Yeah. That came with, like, uh, Larachelle and Murr. Yeah. Which is like, oh, okay, oh. Erica's in this banner. What, was she the first ult that started showing up? If you don't count Zelgius, I think she was. I, <laughs> the first random ult. I, I wasn't playing at that time, so I have no idea. <laughs> I think she was. Yeah. Ah, Erica Emblem. Next thing is Noka. Um, <laughs> so yeah, waiting for the Mythic banner, which might have a colorless Mythic unit, which yeah. would be kind of weird. But if it's like colorless Staff Makaya or something, that'd be cool. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any predictions for the um, character? Because they say it's godlike status. I could see like Makaya being maybe possessed by Yune. Or... Yeah. I don't know if that's spoilers, but oh, oh well. It's, it's fine. Um, uh, I could see her maybe being like a staff. Makai never really got a legendary at all. She, yeah. All she had was her Fanny, yeah. which is good, but like she never really got any pref weapon. I mean, Ike had Ragnell, so. Uh, other godlike characters. Uh, well, it's Radiant Dawn, preferably because of. I mean, they could do other spoiler characters. Yeah. Ashura, Ashura. like a god. Yeah. Uh, other guy who I'm not gonna say because he's like. Spoilers. Sacred stones. <laughs> well, he, he's kind of a beast unit, but not. Can so. they do Leon? Wait, what? You mean like? I mean, from sacred stones. Yeah. I, I don't know why he'd colorless, but. Oh Dude, well, no, I just meant like animation though. I just, I just. He's meant got like... that staff animation he never uses in game. Yeah. Looks super dope. Yo, Mythic Molder, let's go. Yo, Mythic Molder. <laughs> mythic Molder rolls off he's, the tongue he's got too. A legendary mustache. <laughs> it just like opens. It does like the wicked weaves from like Bayonetta. Yeah. And just punches. It. Yeah. Yes, please, Mythic Molder, let's go. I mean, why not? Rolls off the tongue too. Godlike the alliteration. Godlike status. <laughs> Uh, in all actuality, in my prediction, it's going to be kind of lame, is um, yeah, possess, like a Possess Leo or um, a... Um, really? Yeah. Someone like that? Yeah. Or um, even like Anikos. Oh, God. Yeah. I, like, I can see it being Micaiah because, I mean, possessed by a god. But yeah. It's just like Grima again. Yeah, Grima. It's just Grima all over again. White haired female gets possessed by a god. <laughs> or like, I don't, I don't know. They could do like Duma, I guess. Yeah. Or, uh, what's what's her Nilla? name? Nilla. Nilla or like Nagi. Nagi. Naga. Yeah. Nag. Naga. Yeah, Naga. Naga could work. Although that's Naga. awakening. So. Yeah, another colorless dragon. Woo! Woo! She's yeah. effective against dragons. I don't know. Well, For me, I have to look at the lineup to see if I want to summon. I'll probably summon a little bit because 8%, so. Yeah. See what Dude. I can get. Even then, the last legendary banner I did, I didn't actually do the uh, Azura the one. I, I did oh, the. I, I summoned blue because I wanted Azura. And then I left with Azura and two Camillas because juicy wave. I think. Did I get anything from that Azura banner? I don't think I did. I don't think I don't know if you summoned. Was Faye on that? No. No. It was like uh Summer Takumi. Nope. Uh I don't think you summoned. I, don't I either summoned on it and didn't get anything 
or yeah <laughs> I, yeah, no, I feel like i think probably... nina was on it right yeah flying nino N nina Slang? Nina. Oh, Nina. Yeah. yeah, I think Nina was on it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I must... Oh, and Air was on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember summoning Colorless and then just didn't get anything. And then I think... A, and then the uh, the Winter Banner came out, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do that instead. <laughs> Summon Colorless for Erica. Woo! Yeah, that's what I did, and I got Erica. <laughs> Walked away with a better of the deal, <laughs> yeah. right? As much as I want Nina, but, like, yeah. So yeah. she's coming out soon, I think, on a tactics banner. Once new pa new power ends, I think. No, it's a link skills. Yeah. There's like only three link skill units. It's like Sumia, Nina, and like some other unit. Yeah. So well, you'll probably yeah. have these nods if you want to summon on that one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Either that or they'll drop Nina hopefully to four stars soon. Please. I don't know. That, 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 who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? She didn't have much. Yeah. She had a Yo, if they drop Racing and Nina to four, I'd be happy. I'd be yeah, happy. Although I feel like I feel like they'll keep Racing up at five for another month or two. No, they usually drop one right after the banner. Right now? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like um, Ares dropped a four immediately after immediately. the banner. Immediately, I guess so did uh, so did okay. what's his face too, right? Um, uh, Silas did. Silas, yeah. Um. Dude, it was meant to be a three-star. Uh, I pulled the five-star Silas and got real sad because I remember that was that was a wheel with no colorless, and again, I was trying to get Nina. Uh, 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 Silas Y. Um, Silas Y. There are other units that dropped immediately after, but there was a couple that were like, whoa. I think mm -hmm. Ares was mainly the one that was like, whoa, whoa. why did you drop? <laughs> well, do you want to move on to the Hot Springs banner? <laughs> controversy the controversy Nilla number seven number seven or six or is it six i think it's six. Six. I think six. six i don't know hey she's free she's free it doesn't matter guys she's free. she's free and she's got the <laughs> whack-ass art ever <laughs> yeah this is the first bad art we bad i think well, quote-unquote bad art we've had since um, like launch i think maybe? my problem with it with the art is her face and her fucking neck. Yeah, her face. Her face and head, like looks weird. The body proportions looks, are fucking it weird. Disproportional. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing. It just kind of looks, considering all the art we've had recently has been all like, I guess I'm just gonna say top quality. Yeah. It just kind of looks a little out of place. Yeah. You look at you look at um. You look at any other Camilla. <laughs> yeah. You look at that Camilla, right? And then even if you look at like uh, Hostile Springs Elise, like it, all the, it looks all better. The, all the other ones. Or even Hostile. even if you want to go back further and do Winter Erica, which I feel like Winter Erica is probably one of the best artists. Or you in the go game. back and you look at Kaze, which is the same artist. Same and artist. And that looks better. Yeah. Supposedly same artist. Yeah. I feel like Winter Erica is one of my favorite arts in the game. I mean, she's so cute. Yeah, I know it's adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. I think Erica, Erica's all of Erica's arts have been good. Yeah. There's, oh. a, there's a lot of units that have had like good art. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna make sure. Oh well, although they're both colorless, so they'll both show up like near each other. Yeah. Uh. I have a separate favorite for my uh for the uh, yeah exact same seasonals. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh covering up the one eye i mean that's camilla for you and the fucking mole <laughs> a mole on the breast she, she's a mole on her breast when did she have that i don't know she's a little dot it, on it's her a breast. new thing 
It's a new thing. It's a new thing, I guess. We've, we're building, we're built. I think that's a water. Oh, it could be just, yeah, I think it's just water. Water. Should be a mole. Yeah, I don't understand these towels. They don't, they don't look like towels. <laughs> they, they don't look, look like... like towels. Her damage art's oh, fucking weird. She's, she's the first one that has damaged art. That's yeah. actually, like, damaged. That's actually damaged. Her, her towel is coming off. Yeah. Oh, no. It's okay. It looks All like she's wearing a top underneath. Nothing was damaged. For some odd reason. like, strings out underneath. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the other units are kind of meh. Well, we have over-sexualized Ryuma. So if that's your thing. Ryoma is the most sexualized thing in this banner. In this banner, which is... <laughs> I mean, alright. I, I mean, I guess that's one way to kind of quote-unquote get away with it. Is that if they do... Yeah, yeah, we'll just do like a very... Sexualized dude. Sexualized dude. Restaurant. I mean, it's it's the same artist as Summer Xander, so we yeah. should get one person to draw all our chest, like bare-chested men. Bare-chested men, yeah. And then you got two younger characters who they had to they had to do modestly, or else they'd get in trouble. <laughs> and then we put Hinoka. And in then we just put the smoker, <laughs> chain smoker, uh, royal in a towel who uh, throws dragon slaying buckets. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this banner I'd say like I I like Elise so it was Yo, just kind of like. I got like, a Niles and left. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was just kind of like okay, I'm gonna go for Elise. If I get broken, I'll stop. <laughs> and I got her. So precious cinnamon roll. Yeah. So now it's just kind of like my only problem with it is uh, it's just like oh well, why is her hair up in buns? Yeah. Oh, hey, her damage don't they come down. You just gotta get her under half. <laughs> she becomes pigtails lady. Chicken desperation. There you go. Uh, Slay units. Desperation fury. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Just completely redo the build. Uh, Who wants swift sparrow when you can have fury? All right. Legion. Yeah. She'll uh, tank an enemy phase. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're like fourteen uh, defense or something. Oh joy, um, but yeah. Uh, uh, I think the best part about this is the Tempest Trust seals. Yes, so we got some really good seals. We got yeah. even defense wave, which you can now put with odd defense wave. Mm -hmm. Have plus six defense every turn. Ooh, that's amazing, and it also buffs the adjacent allies by plus six. Brazen, I mean, it brazen takes attack, up two, like slots, but brazen attack. Hmm? I'm pretty excited for. Brazen attack defense, defense is probably yeah. the best seal there. Yeah, that's yeah. like, oh my gosh, we like we got brazen attack res, and then uh, this was probably one of the last ones I expected to come out immediately after because we've had this one as like an ace skill. Yeah, but now you can run brazen attack defense three like times three on Alphonse. Dude hits fifty like fifty one two deep uh, defense and like seventy two attack. Yeah. Like that's insane. Mm -hmm. Alphonse is actually good. Hello. <laughs> uh, now, um, Ares can do run double with his like insta bonfires, which is ridiculous. Vantage bonfire in yeah. that manner. Um, and we also have a uh, well fire boost, but um, it's not great. Um, the 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 next tempest trial like following their data is in the game because people have figured out how to figure out what seals are going to be what skills are going to become seals because mm -hmm. every um every seal has sacred coin data 
oh, creating. Okay. So they're just looking at which ones actually have, like, not necessarily creation cost, but, like, also upgrade cost. Yeah. So they realized that um, the next Tempest Trials is probably going to have aerobatics, which is a fairly rare skill, actually. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're giving more things to flyers, because I don't know. I don't know if they really need it. I find flyer emblem teams terrifying. I mean, um, now that you can get, uh, uh, what is it, ward flyers? Hone flyers. Oh, hone flyers is now, like, possible. Possible. So cheap teams can now build, because otherwise you had to kill, like, Noe, Noka. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Summer Camilla had it as well. And that might be it. It was just like, why'd you put on all these ram rare units? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Oh, um, New Year's, uh, Zura, I think, also had it, maybe. Um, yeah, it was on all these rare five-star locked. Most of them are... Oh. And Darting Blow is coming, which is actually going to be interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can, like, mix that with anyone that has... Like, you could put that on your lease. Yeah. With her Swift Sparrow, that's plus 10 speed. Darting Blow, yeah. Darting Blow would be cool. Darting Blow is actually going to be, I think, decent. That's probably going to be the best, uh, unless you're, you know, wanting to build from with aerobatics. I think Darning Blow is going to be the best thing out of it. Yeah, for sure. The other one's Torrent Dance, which, which... we were just kind of filling the, you know, <laughs> it had to come eventually. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're going to be getting Geyser Dance. <laughs> Woo, Geyser Woo. Dance, Defense and Res. Surprised they added that right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's coming the next Tempest Trials, which, dude, I don't know when that's happening. Next month? I guess Uh-oh. Valentine's. Maybe. What if they do for no watch forging bonds for Valentine's? Yeah, I, I could see it. Where it's nah. four different Camillas. <laughs> <laughs> you want one Camilla, two Camilla, uh, red Camilla, blue Camilla. Yeah. Speaking of, spe- not speaking of Camilla. Speaking of uh, forging bonds, I actually finished forging bonds for the first I, time I the other day. Uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, you get nothing for completing it. forging bonds. Damn. Yeah, don't you get that? It just ends. Yeah, well, I, I, I completed it because I needed the grails. Yeah, the grails, the grails are nice. I was I, like, I'm oh. sad that they lost the one orb at the top. Yeah, I know, but the one orb, I, the one <laughs> orb I felt like hilarious. wasn't, the one orb I felt like wasn't worth it. <laughs> I went for it. <laughs> of course you did, every time. <laughs> I mean, you just wait, and it's like, oh, two times points? Uh, let me just use, like, three potions, and you, like, cap out a character. Well, shall we segue on? The minute you on... cap out a character, it starts, like, just getting easier from there. Shall we move right on to the main event, pun intended? C-Y-L. The Battle Royale. The, uh... C-Y-L. Battle Royale. C-Y-L. Where are we dropping? Where are we Where dropping? Are we dro- <laughs> dropping those wins? Uh, so, so I guess we'll start with what we voted before what we the voted. halfway results came in. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess I'll start. I mean, yours was more interesting. Huh? Yeah. So, so, so I started. I started being like, "All right, all right, this is the time, guys. We're gonna get Charlotte in the damn game." So, so, so for me, my, at least my first votes were like, "Okay, I want to try to bump up the characters that I know won't win, but will have a chance on the far fetched banners." So. So I voted for Charlotte twice. I voted for Ileana and uh, Cormagantine. Yep. 
me, I, I just I used all my votes on loot so far. On loot, yeah. Halfway, so. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> she, she, I feel like she only did she did good in the first one, first CYL, and mm. then like, because she made it on the first Farfetch'd banners. I don't even know if she did very well in the second. Like yeah. she might have been like just below top twenty, maybe she was like twelve last on the first one, mm. and she just kind of disappeared. <laughs> I was like, no. And, and then Lelina's just like, I'm here now. I'm like, here now. What? Yeah. Uh, so, Marzo. And then the halfway results. Which, I, I wasn't even sure if they were going to do it this year, because the last couple, like, 14 days for, like, choosing units, yeah. they're just like, here you go, CYL, seven CYL, days. CYL, like, seven. <laughs> so, whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we'll go down to um, males, probably starting at the top. Alm. Alm is number one. Yeah. Everyone have been pleading and crying. It looks like everyone's words have been heard, at least for the male side. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. For the male side. Uh, yeah. The male side's good. Alm it, probably get like a bow alt, I'm assuming. Yeah. Some kind of bow. Yeah. I, uh. It, whether it be coast or. Yeah. You like it out just uh, to, Tad? Oh, I'm breaking up. Oh, 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 oh I think you're, you're good now. Oh, yeah. So, bow, alt, some oh, kind of bow. Some kind of bow, bow alt, yeah. Um, especially with my uh, with my votes, too. Like, of course, you know, I heavily sided towards most of the females because I'm like, okay, let's just vote for that. And then once and I was like, okay, I'll, vote for, I'll drop my Cormac vote. And then I was thinking about voting for Mulder. And then I took a look at the top 10. Area. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just content right now with the with the males. Male side. Like, if we get Marf or uh, Elowood. Males, as long as it stays the way it is, the I think way it's it is. Good. If Krom gets first. If it's like Krom and Robin first and second, I'll all be sad. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a race to the Levin sword, isn't it? Look at these Robins. Look at these Robins, yeah. Um... I, I would like to see, you know, like, Leaf from Frasia get an alt, please. But we, we have Leaf. He's here. He's nope. at eight. No, <laughs> not that Leaf. <laughs> Lif, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Should I think be... it's pronounced Leaf. So, yeah, second place. Second Marf. place. Marth. Sure. Marth's always uh, it's, people People wanted Marth. They were sad because his points were getting divided. Yeah. Dude's still not first, guys. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like the Hector thing, where Hector's votes and the first uh, CYL weren't combined. Yeah. He still didn't beat Roy. I, I still didn't beat Roy. He's still like 100 or yeah. so short. I'd rather see our third place, which is uh, Elowood over Marf. People, but... people want Elowood because we had Lynn in the first one, Hector in the second the one. one. I want Elowood. If Elowood beats out Marth, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Marth got a legendary, which, I mean, let's be honest. Do you think Elowood's getting a legendary anytime soon with Roy sitting there? Roy, yeah. Yeah. Where's my Where's my speed, Roy? Speed, Roy. Fire affinity speed. It's coming. It's coming. I don't think we have that yet. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Uh, everybody else. We'll be in like another. What? Elowood's third, so. I'll have the. Uh, I'll have. I will have the uh, the Twitter post in the link in the description box if you want to check out the full, I think, 20 that are on the top. 
full top 20 top for 20 halfway through. For halfway through. Um, should we move on to Tom more? Robin right next. Right next, yeah. But should we move on to the? Uh, Is it what's what's okay? What's your most surprised male? Say that. Surprise. Like, full top twenty. Uh, surprised that he's here. Uh, either Bruno, or uh, who's number thirteen? Thirteen. Renolf. Renolf, yeah. Well, beast units were. I think usually high. Bruno was like sixth last time. I. Or was he? Eight? And maybe I guess maybe I guess Lif, Leaf, whatever the fuck. Dude just showed up. Dude and just he's showed like up. top eight. It's like what? What NG Alphonse is winning? <laughs> I think um, my most surprised is probably Zelgius. Zelgius, um, yeah. I mean we have Black Knight, which I I know Black Knight I think usually plays good, but Zelgius is here. Zelgius, uh, yeah. Does he have does Zelgius have Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn votes? I think he does. Yeah. I think they all do. Huh. The only person in Path of Radiance that doesn't have Radiant Dawn votes is Largo. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the more disappointing side? The female side. The female side. Uh, this is this is the side where you goddamn heathens, please. Cat fights are born. Uh, this is this, this is, is the competitive side. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert: Neil and I are going to be voting for Erica for the last last few the last, votes. The last half. Uh, so, maybe she'll get third so if, <laughs> who knows if, if you want to vote for erica i i would uh, i mean she was fifth last time she's doing better she's doing better it's because like the top two have been cut so, so she looks like she's doing good so the top two uh second place currently we have micaiah which good job micaiah you know what, you know what? i would I would not be mad. be mad if micaiah got in because i mean she doesn't she has a ult yeah and her ult is good I mean, if you were to take the top four currently, I probably would pick Makaya as my free unit. Out of the top, uh, yeah, out of the top four. Yeah. Aside from, it depends on Alm. It depends if on Alm. Has decent skills. I might go for Alm. Otherwise, yeah. probably Makaya. Probably Makaya. And number one, you goddamn heathens, please stop. Why? Why is Camilla number one? <laughs> um, uh. I know uh, Mangs did a pretty good video on it it's, but it's like, half trolls half, half hey look i know camilla i know camilla it's like uh, come on guys like guys guys you you're you're already voting for loki up to eight yeah do you need her to be at first with her assets yeah like i was talking to my friend right my my, my friend on twitter he's like yeah um do you expect the masses to not vote uh, to vote against cleavage and i'm like there's better cleavage that aren't in the game guys like <laughs> Case there are Charlotte. Units that aren't in. Yeah. Charlotte is a uh, bride, which isn't the most oh, cleavage presenting outfit. <laughs> I hate so. bride Charlotte, dude. You know this. Um, Her damage chart is so crazy. I know. Um, it's fucking weird. And, like, fucking Orochi isn't in the game either. <laughs> Orochi isn't in either. And you know what? There are so many units from older games that they could just give massive cleavage to, and people probably wouldn't care. And then there's that one. <laughs> there's that one chick from Radiant Dawn, I think. Any any unit that they add from Thracia, they could just give a massive cleavage to, and give... people wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. I mean, I... the the, o- the only art they have that's actually kind of up to date for Thracia is Cipher. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, I could so... go grab my Cipher cards right now, and because uh... other than that, 
all the original art for Thracia, I think, was similar to Gaiden, where everyone was just kind of wearing the same outfit, pretty the much. The same outfit. Yeah, no, just... It's like, oh, he's a knight. He's going to have, like, a cloak and a lance. And That's an outfit. Grab my cipher cards right now and try to find some yeah, cleavage characters. Cipher cards. Can we just get, can we get a bunch of those pretty girls from Thracia? Yeah. That's all I want. All the mage girls. There's so many mage girls There's in so game. many mage girls. <laughs> That's all I want. I want, I want uh, female mages in the game. I want Arthur. Ar no, Arthur? Arita. But there's the one male mage. Arthur? Yeah. Sorry, female. <laughs> oh, uh, Asphalt? Uh, the, the white hair. Asphalt's the, the one from Thracia. No, no, from Thracia. Arthur from Arthur Holy War. Genealogy. I want that man. Yeah, I know you do. He was he was my he was my MVP. Yeah. Because I I I had um, Teltio and Azel get married, and I gave a bunch of stuff to Azel because I like you know I kind of like Azel because hey he's a mage he's yeah. like the only mage you get to Teltio pretty well, so I gave him like he had like when I pass he passed down his weapons with inheritance right, so when I got Arthur. When he was passed down, he had an L fire tome with over like a hundred or over fifty kills, so he yep. has crit on it. He had the skill, speed, and I think defense ring, so he had plus five to all, all those stats. Yeah. There was uh, he might have had the magic ring, so it was like plus five magic, speed, and skill. Dude doubled and killed things. It was amazing. Yeah. Then he becomes a mage knight. So if we can get him as a mage knight. That'd be pretty cool. You know who? We should vote for next CYL poll for the memes, and I will like do a campaign for it. Let's get Hannibal in the game, guys. Let's do it. Let's get Hannibal in. No, it is time. Wait, wait a minute, Glade. Glade, remember? He was the worst in CYL one. <laughs> yeah. Dude yeah. rallied for the second time. Rallied. Yeah. We need to see his results this time. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. rally Glade. Rally his Glade only again. use was having a one-star leadership in Thracia. Yeah. He was just like shitty Finn. Yeah. <laughs> um. So shitty Finn was a leadership we, star. We might as well do that thing. Uh, the most surprising, besides Camilla at one, uh, out of the top twenty, it's your most surprising. I don't know. It seems all kind um, of basic. I guess is that is that uh that's Farja. I thought that was. I mean, Louise is twelve, but like Ali the yeah, rally. Louise is twelve. Yeah. He rallied behind. Yeah. Um, I guess Nino at I mean, eleven. You'd be surprised that Anna's two spots. But yeah. Like, Heroes Anna's. Okay. If people are mad that Anna's not all count, I'm pretty sure every Anna counts as Awakening Anna except for Heroes. Except for Heroes, yeah. Because they try to identify Heroes Anna Anna as a different character. Plus, mm -hmm. Heroes doesn't have that many characters. Give give them Anna, I guess. Yeah. Um. I'm 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 kind of. Surprised that it's the Path of Radiance art for Nephany and then the Radiant Dawn art for Mia. Yeah. So, a little weird. A little weird. Uh, I, I guess Nino at 11 is kind of weird for me. Nino. Yeah, I guess. And just Selkie. I think, I think that's her Nino. Name. Yeah, Selkie, but Selkie's like the. She was the most wanted from like the last poll. Yeah. She was like the most wanted beast unit. I'm I'm happy the furries have like calmed, calmed down. Calm down. fast banner well they um, got birds I think, <laughs> they got birds yeah, they, got now. Birds. <laughs> they got all birds and a wolf yeah all birds and a wolf uh, um yeah i guess nino nino's i think just kind of usually yeah. placed fairly high Horse of things is back. It's just, uh, uh, she'll do her best i'll do my best I guess. do who's, her best who's 20 is that that's not is that tiki, tiki. that's young tiki oh. they have both tiki's here 
Yeah. The Tiki from one game is beating the Tiki from like four. Four. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why adult Tiki's a head. Huh? Uh, huh. She might have some things above the other. So bigger advantages, we could say. So I'm hoping uh, that Erica. At Luis least makes it into the top ten. Uh, Luis, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that Eric Erica makes it Erica in. Maybe if if Micaiah can get past Camilla and Erica can somehow get up to second, that'd be yeah. that would be the top best thing that could happen. Because so they're this... the only units not from the above Awakening era in the top ten. I was gonna say <laughs> that scares me. The worst timeline. All right, this is the worst timeline that would maybe consider me taking a big break from the game. Loki jumps up to second? No, this is the worst timeline, alright? On the male side, first and second is Krom and Robin. Okay. On the female side... It's it's, it's, it's Reinhardt. Reinhardt jumps up. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would like Reinhardt. I like Reinhardt. Yo, we get another cancerous Reinhardt. Yeah, for real. But uh, Okay, so this, this would be the worst timeline, alright? Krom and Robin on the male side, first and second. Female side, Camilla and Robin. And now we get two Robins? Yeah, no. two Robins. That oh. is, that would be the worst timeline. I mean, female Robin's nice. I'd probably grab her just cause, but like, I I don't know. I'd probably just grab Camilla and be, be done with it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that many place, Camillas. She's gonna have a busted skill. I don't have that many Camillas, so. I mean, Camilla could just be a red tone flyer. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a red tone Camilla yet? Uh, yeah, we do. New Year's. New no, Year's New Year's is a sword. Uh, sword. Adrift. Adrift, right? Yeah. Do you think? Uh, what personality do you think this uh, Camilla is gonna have? Is gonna have. We've got a Yandere. We've got um. <laughs> isn't the 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 Adrift ones like a Dere Dere or something? And then hot, like a really cute, hot cute springs impure is one. Fucking like I don't know. Cancerous looking Dere. <laughs> she's got a deformality yeah i don't know she sighs a lot whenever you use her uh, even her even reading her like stuff in like the the paralogs i was like this is a normal camilla <laughs> who is this on the bright side she seemed very honorable you know on the bright side of all of these fucking camillas because eventually we will get like camilla brigade because that will happen probably um on, on the bright, on the bright side, side the bright it's side than other other gotchas yeah. with 30 kiritos yeah yeah, yeah. Or the the big bright side is that misty lee will forever have a job with fire on the heroes <laughs> i mean hey we can just give titania alts or yeah. ursula alts <laughs> ursula has massive tits now so. yeah yeah for some reason um is that pretty much it for fire emblem stuff yeah uh everyone vote erica everyone vote erica. why not why not uh, She's higher. She's the highest blue-haired lord on females. So, Woo. she's the only blue-haired lord on females. Yeah. Um. Damn. We cut. We cut out. Is she the la aside from like I guess Micaiah, Is she like the last technical lord left? I mean, I guess Corin, but like. <laughs> damn. Female side. We're running low on units. <laughs> uh... We're gonna have some interesting faces next year, I think. Are you ready for next CYL poll where it's just going to be flooded with fucking free houses characters? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Edelgard, number one. Number um, one. Oh. Gelbreth, oh god, whatever that other dude's name is. I don't know. I 
I have to see the characters. I'm hoping, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get something for free. We'll houses soon. I'm hoping we'll probably get something at Faycon, which I don't remember when that is. The celebration. That... The... Hey, we're getting is... 50 orbs in, so. Yeah, I hope the celebration's as good as last year. 50 orbs 50 and then orbs. like 25 daily maps. Yeah. That just give you another 50 orbs. Unless it's like, hey, it's a it's another bundle. You buy, uh, you spend a hundred dollars <laughs> and you get like 500 orbs. And. Hey, five hundred orbs for a hundred dollars. I'd probably put it yeah. in. I'd do it. That's how. That's how they break people. Yeah. Five hundred orbs. Jeez, that's like whatever then, unit you want. And then like a free Camilla. That's almost. You know what? That's almost like a plus ten air right there for the yeah. Hero Fest banner. Yeah. Which you know they could add another Hero Fest banner. Yeah. Know who they put on it? Um, Camilla. Just... I can't wait for the Camilla banner. You know they're gonna do it. Oh man, Camilla Let's do that for this for this anniversary. Yes. Okay, so there's Camilla one Banner. Camilla that it, I it's would. It's not the normal Camilla. It's all seasonal alts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, Sword Camilla, Blue Flyer Camilla, Bunny Camilla, and Dagger Camilla. Dagger Camilla. All four colors. All yeah. flyers. All flyers. Um, there's one Camilla that I would probably try to snipe for if they ever do it. For Halloween is a cow Camilla, cash cow Camilla. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> cash cow Camilla. Can that be her name? Yes. <laughs> she just gives out money instead of candy. Cash cow oh Camilla, god. and they could go fucking crazy with the all with the art. Oh my gosh, uh, they just give her udders. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I think they didn't they didn't the create like the art design for Fates joke about putting her in a cow striped outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, we thought we should have gave her cow pattern outfit, no. but we thought that'd be going too far. Probably. Um. Anyways, I think that's gonna do it for this. That's about it, I think. Little vote Erica. Short, yeah, yeah. Vote Erica, please. Oh, that'd be cool. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Gets third. We'll we'll be we'll be depressed, but uh, okay. Stay tuned for the. Uh, well, it'll be like, there will be a little segue, but basically, uh, stay tuned. There's plenty more two lords about swords today. Uh, we'll be talking about anime with one of my friends. Uh, Neil isn't there, but it's just me and him, and we'll probably have him on eventually for the show, you know, one of the main shows, sometime. Uh, yeah, we talk. Some pretty interesting stuff. I I talk a lot of shonens. He talks a lot of isekai, and he tries to convince me to watch an isekai, which I may or may not watch. <laughs> you talking about sword art? <laughs> no, he talks about uh, that time I got reincarnated as, uh, as a slime, which yeah. I'm still kind of like. I yeah, <laughs> uh, but he, but he, he talks about uh, um, in another world with my smartphone that I really did, uh, seemed pretty interested <laughs> on. This is jokes. Yeah, dude, so overpowered. <laughs> yeah, that that one seemed pretty oh. interesting. The one I, the one part I loved about that show, it's literally Jesus sends him. <laughs> yeah. The dude I'm pretty sure is literally just uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm. We'll uh, we'll get right on to that. Uh, other than that, thanks now for showing up. Yep. Been here for the Fay news. For the Fay news, yeah. There was there was quite a bit. Like I was actually real talk. I was actually thinking about just dropping the special episode this weekend and then doing the Fay stuff next week. But I was like. There's a lot here, so... Yeah, and CYL will be done. Next week's going to be probably yeah. talk about the anniversary, I'm assuming. We'll talk anniversary. Seven days from and... now, it'll be... Wait, is it literally on the anniversary, seven days from now? It is literally really? seven days from now is the anniversary. Fuck yeah. Like, the exact day. 
Cool. Wow. Um, I mean, dating this, but still. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's cool. Um, and then we'll. I did finish uh, real talk. I did finish uh, the Phantom Bullet that arc. So we'll talk about that next week too. Yeah. Didn't want to cram it in here. Cram it in here. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys again real soon. Stay tuned. And uh, yeah. Second half. Second half. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Gordon, aka Opera Zombie Seven Hundred Seven here. Uh, future Gordon here. Um, just to let you know, Draconic Saber's kind of microphone kind of goes a little off and on. Uh, there's a little bit of a background noise. Um, I did my best in post. Uh, it's pretty. It's still listenable. Uh, I, I I'd say so. Um, it's some pretty good, interesting stuff. I figured I'd just let you guys know because the audio quality does take a little bit dip from halfway through the episode due to the basically kind of edit bits uh other than that though uh, i hope you enjoy regardless Uh, welcome to another special episode of Two Lords Without Swords. Today, I'm joined by my good friend Draconic Saber. Uh, on the docket today, it's anime talk time. I've got some shonens to talk about, and Draconic Saber's going to try to convince me to for some of the shows. Uh, hey, how are you doing, Draconic Saber? I am doing great, Alpha. Thanks for having me on here today. I am stoked as hell right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, glad we can finally get you on the show uh, today. Basically, today is just going to be kind of like a casual anime talk, like what we did before, um, except for it's just going to be me and uh, Draconic Saber. Uh, would you like to go first on your first pick? Yeah, sure, I'd love to. So, my choice on here is an anime called In Another World with My Smartphone. Now, what it's about is basically a character or a pretty that gets killed by God on accident. And as an apology, he sent as the main character named uh, uh, Toya, I believe, to another world where all this anime, where all the magic and fantasy stuff is real. And God gave Toya an offer to take one thing from his world with him, and he chooses his smartphone as the name of the anime flies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and another thing is that... Uh, as he progresses the story, he gains all kinds of crazy-ass powers. The fact he can use all magic, including uh, what's supposedly personal magic, but apparently he, God gave him, made him OP as hell in that regard, so instead of just using one type of magic that would be personal to him, he can use anybody's personal magic. I mean, as long as he knows the name of the spell and what it's supposed to do, he can use it like that. Just like that. Oh, yeah. And then once he gets it's a certain spell from the fairy elder he makes his, that smartphone of his the ultimate weapon because he can use it to search for enemies target those enemies with it and then just cast any given spell from just from that phone <laughs> uh-huh. it makes them so op as hell now they've already done one season but it's been quite a long while since i've heard any word of the fact that there's going 
whether there's going to be a second season to it or not. That's kind of getting me pissed off right now. I mean, the manga for it is already well into a different aspect of it. I have not read it myself because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. For myself, but apparently it's supposed to be another character in there, and things supposed to intensify in terms of storyline instead of just being uh, character builds all the way through, as well as a little bit of a slice of life aspect between him, twins, a samurai girl, and a princess who all love him as hell, and the only one who's bold enough to propose a marriage to him is the princess, and. She's actually suggesting a harem kind of marriage, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, boy. Now, to me, a lot of stuff may seem kind of dull and uh, not all that exciting, but I kind of like it. It shows the fact that not everything has to be big-time battles or always fighting monsters and so forth, but the relationship and interactions between the characters is, is pretty good, pretty good. It definitely shows that some characters have a much uh, finer side to them that you don't really show very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly wonder what happens next to considering the fact that he's supposed to have a total of nine wives. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. that that's just a spoiler for us, so I think they actually say that in the at the end of the anime, so <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, uh, on my list, actually, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier before. Uh, I'm going to be... So, Goblin Slayer. That's my first pick. Again. Surprise, surprise. This will be the last time I talk about Goblin Slayer on the show. Uh, <laughs> I finally finished it. Uh, yeah, I finished that today because I, I, I've stopped with my romance binge. I'm like, alright, let's finish up Goblin Slayer. And then, well... I was watching my second show, but anyways, uh, so I finished that up because I only needed like three episodes. Um, I have read the read the manga up to date, so like I I kind of knew what was going going to happen early on. Um, I I did like where they ended it. I remember telling my uh, my co host that uh, where they were going to end it was this big fight. And guess what? They ended it at that big fight. Um, I really like like the action. The action shows pretty spot on the uh i know i know you mentioned the tactics as well you really like the tactics oh yeah (laughs) yeah um Uh, go ahead yeah when it comes to goblin slayers tactics to constantly redefine how he slays goblins and so forth it's just pretty damn clever on his part yeah it's in the fact that most adventures just pretty much do the same whole thing over and over again but if they leave any stragglers and so forth, they'll just take that knowledge and prepare it for the next group of adventures to pop up. So, the next time adventures come into their den, the adventures are dead meat. Yeah. I, uh... I watched it... I was one of the very unpopular people who watched it because I liked the darkness of the anime at the start. And then it started to become more and more shonen. Uh, actually, this is a big theme for my picks this, this time. It's a certain genre. Um... <laughs> And, um, anyways, um, anyways, I, I kind of wish it stayed a little bit darker, but it, it was okay. It was okay in the end. Um, they are planning on doing a second season. I mean, they did say right at the end, God, so we'll return. So, uh, excited to see where that goes. I'll probably still continue to read the manga, even though it only updates once a month. So it's, it's, yeah. Um, the final episodes were really good, really 
really heartwarming at some parts. Uh, I still stand by my favorite character being uh, a uh, being uh, the uh, the lizardman priest and uh, and priestess. So those are my two favorites. Ooh, who are your two favorites, or your favorites? Um, my favorite is Goblin Slayer himself. But I'm so miffed that we never got to see his face. Yeah, we get to see his hands, yeah. his hairline, <laughs> things like that. But we never see his actual face. I mean, everyone else in the in that entire bar, if you will, got to see his face, but we didn't. So that's what gets me off mostly miffed off. In the in the manga, you still don't see his face, and I'm pretty sure the visual novel they don't. So. I think it's just the running gag, running thing for it. Uh, that's so annoying. <laughs> but still, though, all, all his weapons and so forth, I'd say he made the right choice. In fact, another YouTuber that I saw, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he does a whole lot of episodes on weapons and shields and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he said that Goblin Slayer could use a long sword still in the cave. Granted, in the very first episode... He noted that the sword was too long to use inside the cave. And personally, I think Goblin Slayer was right. Because granted, swinging around so forth is a bad idea. Particularly if you're careless as the, that one adventurer was. As if you could just use it as a thrusting weapon. But here's my problem with that. The fact that just because you're thrusting a weapon like that doesn't necessarily guarantee it'll keep the goblins at bay. I mean, you literally have to thrust that in rapid succession. That can tie your arms out. Also, can... Considering the fact that the goblins are small and quick, if you thrust outward that much, much, then the goblins can easily get inside your usual guard area with the long sword and then still get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whereas with, whereas with by using a short sword, you can swing it, you know, horizontally, whether the vertical or horizontal axis, you can actually swing it to actually get at the goblins. Granted, you don't want to take a as many as you would in one swing, but your speed is a lot faster. So, you can turn with either reach or speed. Even when you learn goblins, I prefer speed because even then, a long sword would tire out more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that really that kind of kept me coming back was the depiction of goblins. Uh, and actually, that's one of the reasons why I finished it. Um, I really like the creator's vision of the goblins and how basically vicious and viral and uh, uh, basically cruel the goblins are because usually goblins are just the like starter mobs, right? Or like kobolds, but I really like kobolds as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I just really liked that goblins were the main enemy for this. So I, I, I guess that's what kind of kept me watching it for a bit and then of course you know the party interactions were good i kind of wish they all had names but <laughs> oh well 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 considering the fact it's kind of based off of the end D&D, D&D, yeah. with that aspect yeah. that we don't actually really know the names and so yeah forth. and also shows the fact that goblins may be the starting enemy in most things they're not inherently all that uh right off you know this yeah. shows the fact that if you don't take all monsters seriously, no matter how weak they may seem individually, if they're bunched up that much, you're pretty much going to be flatter than a pancake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on, you have another pick here, and I'm actually not too familiar with this one, so... Okay, you... with, 
So allow me to fill you on this. With Transformers Animated, it's another aspect of Transformers, but instead of it, it's uh, kind of animated in a certain way, and it throw it has a lot of throwbacks to older generations. Okay. Now, now this one, Optimus Prime is is uh, Lee. Now in this case, I should mention this right off the bat. Prime is not an actual aspect of one being chosen by Primus, but instead a, a military rank in this one, because the leader of the Autobots in this one is Ultra Magnus. Okay. Yeah, and apparently this takes place millions of years after the Great War, which is actually shown in the very first episode. The Generation 1 clips are shown in the very first episode of the series, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, in this one, Optimus Prime is in charge of a team whose responsibility is to repair space bridges. Okay. So in this one, Optimus' team is comprised of Ratchet, who is a veteran of the war, Bulkhead, who is pretty much stupid on everything and very clumsy, save for when it comes to space bridges itself. Okay. Yeah, because when it comes to space bridges... He's a mad genius. <laughs> yeah. And Bumblebee, who is short, talkative, and kind of annoying to a fault. And then we also have Prowl, a nin a cyber ninja in this one. Oh, okay. Now, while they were repairing a space bridge, they find a container that actually has the all spark in it. Mm-hmm. But it's when that they encounter the Allspark when Megatron himself, along with Starscream, of course, <laughs> Lugnut, Blitzwing, who has three faces and three personalities to match, and Black Arachnia show up. Now, Megatron himself personally goes towards Optimus' ship and to retrieve the Allspark fragment the Allspark itself. But uh, Starscream places some kind of bomb on Megatron's back. So okay. that once he reaches the hull of the Autobot ship and eventually tries to get through, the bomb goes off. Now, Megatron is still technically online as they put it in this one, but uh, he's still badly damaged. Okay. The Autobots are able to put up a decent amount of fight but eventually they go through the space bridge, but the space bridge itself was unstable. As a result, of the space bridge exploded. Now, even though Starscream remained on the Decepticon warship, all the other members on board sort of jumped in escape pods and jettisoned behind Starscream's back before he even notices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and interesting. Then, and then when the Autobots... Or when the Autobot ship reappears, is right above Earth, and then Optimus manages to shove Megatron out the airlock, and he fall. Megatron just falls naturally to Earth, burns up. Now he somehow he manages to survive, but all that's really left of him is the fact that his head, hand, and the rest of his body were separated. So all that's left of him is, is his body is intact on different locations but his head and his right hand are found by a guy named Isaac Sumdak. Okay. And Isaac Sumdak literally 
50 years later, builds an entire robotics empire based off of Megatron's technology. Hmm. Now, the Autobots also survive, but they are thrown in stasis and get stuck underwater for the entire 50 years. Now, it's only until one day when one of Isaac Sundak's nanomachines experiment goes haywire and causes a cockroach to mutate inside to monstrous proportions that the Autobots wake up. And they go out after they uh, receive new forms to take on. After this, of course, being a fire truck, ratchet, a uh, ambulance, bulkhead, uh, and I'm not entirely sure what those police vans are called, but basically used to hold them to, yeah. them to hold prisoners and so forth. Yep. But also, uh, Prowl becomes a motorcycle and Bowman becomes a police chief's car. Hmm. Okay. So when they go out and so forth, they encounter humans for the first time, and that's also when they introduce the human friend and Isaac Sumdak's daughter, Sorry Sumdak. And she, after the whole battle and so forth, Prowl is badly damaged, and they go back to the ship. Bumblebee takes Sorry in after she begs him to do so. And then he can't, in order to hide her, he dumps her into a chute that let, that uh, drops it down to the cargo hold where the Allspark is. And it's in that moment when Sari and the Allspark kind of had some kind of mental conversation with each other. And then, then the Allspark turns her all act, almost all-access key card that her father gave her into an actual key kind of key. Oh, okay. Hmm. But now... That key, it has a lot more power in it than it looks. I mean, after she inserted the key into Prowl, it was able to instantly repair all, all the damage Prowl had. Hmm. So now, with that key of hers, she can either repair the Autobots instantly or gain control over any, most any kind of machinery she jacks it into. Oh, okay. Now, here's the thing. During this entire time, Megatron only recently awakened after Starscream shows up uh, to try and take the Allspark itself. He's been offline. It's only when Starscream shows up and almost succeeds in taking the Allspark and actually uses it as a weapon for a brief time that Megatron comes back online. Okay. Now, he makes uh, several attempts to get Isaac to make him his own box and so forth, but it's one of those times when we meet you know, the Dinobots for the first time, Grimlock, Scourge, yeah, and uh, basically it's only Grimlock himself, which is the Tyrannosaurus Rex kind of form, but he also has two other Dinobots with him. One has the form of a Pterodactyl, the other a Triceratops. Now, these guys are a bit of a throwback to Transformers G1 because they're strong, Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now they were originally supposed to be melted down, but Prowl and Bulk had secreted them away to their own private island, where they could just be themselves and walk around, not causing any trouble to anyone, really. But we don't just get Cybertronian enemies either. We also get a few human enemies. One of them is Meltdown. He used to be known as Prometheus, but his uh. 
biological science and so forth was kind of deemed too dangerous and unreliable and he was just dismissed. But then, out of rage and so forth, as well as knocking over some of his chemicals and it mixing with a compound that was just about uh, able to melt through a Cybertronian armor plating, that he literally becomes meltdown. I mean, his entire body becomes acid. And he's hmm. only able to touch things through a special acid-proof suit. And boy, does he hate machines. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's only a little bit of season one. At the end of season one, Megatron manages to get a hold of the key thanks to Lugnut and Blitzwing. And he was able to regain his body. And almost able to fully steal the Allspark. But Optimus, using Sari's key, managed to scatter the Allspark into shards and scatter them all over Detroit. Okay. Uh -huh. hmm. But it's also during that time that Isaac Sundak is Megatron's prisoner. And forces him to try and build their own space bridge. So you saw while he was on the Autobot ship, um, he was able to download schematics for a space bridge. Hmm. But a lot of it was incomplete. So considering the fact that Isaac Sumbag has been reverse engineering Cybertronian technology for over 50 years, he has some kind of experience with that. So yeah, yeah. But it was only at the end when they had, were forced to get a hold of the Space Bridge expert. One who is top-notch of building Space Bridge out of all Autobots. Bulkhead. And unfortunately, Bumblebee and the others did not believe the fact that he was that much of a genius when it comes to building Space Bridges until he was actually able to build a fun fully functional Space Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, it was all also during this second season that we actually meet Ultra Magnus, Jazz, and the organic-hating Sentinel Prime. Okay. It's also during certain aspects that we understand why he hates uh, organics. Because it turns out, a long time ago, he dragged Optimus and another Autobot by the name of Leader One onto a organic planet, even though it's against Cybertronian law to go on an organic planet. On that planet, they encountered these ginormous spiders. I mean, um, if you know Harry Potter's uh, Aragog, yeah. they're kind of that size. Oh, okay. They're almost that big. <laughs> and one of them actually bit Central Prime and injected him with a kind of venom that melted some of his servos, apparently. So he pretty much left all organics in with the spiders after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, this Sentinel Prime is very pompous. He thinks he is top notch. He, he is the best leader a leader can be. He's just basically power hungry. He's almost like Starscream, but uh, not as cunning, I would say. Okay. There's also, we need a uh, bounty hunter by the name of Lockdown. Now, this Lockdown likes to take uh, his victim's personal modifications and so forth as part of his collection. Yeah. In fact, Ratchet has a bit of a history with this, 
this one in particular concerns the fact that it was due to lockdown that he lost his EMP generator, which he uses for medical purposes to kind of nullify a bot's sensory servos or whatever, mm -hmm. so he can perform operations a little bit easier. It's also this uh, this particular bot turned out to be a cyber ninja at one point, but then he betrayed his master and eventually stole what was known what's known as protoforms from Eucatron's care. Now protoforms are basically the building blocks of all Cybertronians in uh, this aspect. Now, after the space bridge it is complete and then destroyed. It's also, we learned out that the ship that the Autobots were using is actually Omega Supreme. Okay. Now, Omega Supreme is a ginormous bot, like skyscraper big bot. Yeah. He has packs quite the punch. As you do. Now, oh yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> In fact, it was because of Omega Supreme and those like him that the Autobots were able to win the, the war on Cybertron in the first place, along with keeping the Allspark out of Decepticon hands. Yeah. Now, um, Omega Supreme was programmed to protect Autobots by any means. And so he used himself to shield the other bo other bots from the trans warp field that the space bridge was emitting. Now, after that battle, we learned that little girl Sorry is actually Cybertronian. Okay. Yeah, we found out that one day somehow Isaac found a pod with a small protoform body in his lab. When he came when he touched it himself, the protoform kind of shocked him as it absorbed some of his DNA, which explains the single stripe of white amongst his black hair. And that's how Sark and that not pretty much shocked him out. When he came to, he was sorry was just there. So she's part Cybertronian, part human with the bulk of her aspect being Cybertronian, but her personality, as well as a few other things, are more along the lines of humans. Yeah. Now, uh, when they were, when Bulkhead and Bumblebee were trying to salvage some parts of the space bridge so they can contact Cybertron and warn them that the head of intelligence, Cybertronian intelligence, Long Arms, was actually shot Except the uh, Decepticon shockwave in disguise. So they had a Decepticon spy at the highest seat of Cybertronian intelligence. Uh, Bumblebee found a certain transport field emitter that caused him to warp around space randomly. And at one point, he ended up in a place where there are these giant rock monsters about an orbit and they hate light, apparently. Mm -hmm. The more light they're exposed to, the angrier they get. And one of them just pretty much ate him. And then when Bulkhead managed to use a uh, transport receiver to bring Bumblebee back, 
he inadvertently also brought that monster on Earth. When the other Autobots try to fight the thing off and rescue Bumblebee, sorry being left behind and upset because the fact that first they kept on leaving her behind before because she was just a kid, and now they're leaving her behind because she was too little and experienced and so forth. She eventually upgraded herself with the key. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that caused her, after she defeated all the monsters and so forth, caused her to go out of control. And she accidentally stabbed Bumblebee in the chest, almost killing him. Ratchet was able to go back to the old-fashioned way and help her and uh, bring Bumblebee back to a more stable condition until he could make further repairs. And once he was able to immobilize Sari, um, he was able to rewire her circuits that bypasses all the circuits that were overloaded and so forth, so it was much more stabilized. Mm-hmm. Now, a whole bunch of other stuff happens, and eventually, Optimus finally manages to not only beat Megatron one-on-one, but also put him in handcuffs and bring him back to Cybertron. Now, with the way it was and so forth, the funny thing is, they already had Season 3 already set up and so forth, but it was initially cancelled after Season 2 was completed, or, or at least Season 3 was never aired until it was brought on in the hub. Yeah. So, and they were about to kind of write uh, uh, Season 4 about and so forth, but uh, that never got off the ground. They had storyboards for it and so forth, but uh, they just, just cancelled after Season 2. It was only thanks to how they actually got to see season three at all. Yeah. Now, a few other friends of mine and I were talking over what season four could have been. Like, in the very first episode of season four, Ultramagus is back online, and he was congratulating Optimus on a job well done, and, and taking back on the fact that heroism isn't in his programming. But due to the fact that Ultramagus is still badly damaged and so forth, that he decided to step down as leader of the Autobots. Yeah. And before he had, and as he was about to announce it the next day, his Sentinel pops up and saying, Thank you, thank you, who Ultra Magnus is a great honor, I'll be sure not to let you down, and blah, 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 blah. And then Ultra Magnus finishes by saying, Optimus Prime, I name you the next leader of the Autobots. Of course, that caused the Sentinel to uh, <laughs> have his own little meltdown and so forth. Yeah. Trying to say that Optimus is uh, someone who doesn't follow the rules or doesn't follow orders, things like that. Basically trying to demoralize Optimus. But Ultra Magnus shoots Sentinel down hard, considering the fact that despite everything, Optimus has done more good for Cybertron than Sentinel Prime has ever done in his entire career. And then eventually, it's Sentinel's turn to uh, guard the prisoners, basically. And you're pretty much complaining aloud on the fact that Optimus is in charge instead of him and tries to rationalize why like, he should be in charge instead of Optimus. And Megatron, using his silver voice box, he will convince Sentinel Prime to let him out. And that kind of brings a throwback to uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon movie, where Central Prime is working with Megatron. Yeah. And it's after that that 
Sentinel brings Megatron to a special vault where he and the other Decepticons that Sentinel releases in order to spite Optimus and so forth, where Megatron rearms himself and also finds an old canister. Now, the canister contains Energon, but not normal Energon, which is usually the left blood powered source of all Autobots. But in this canister holds the only sample of uh, processed dark Energon, the blood of Unicron. Now, Unicron is the destroyer of everything. If you know Marvel Universe and you know uh, the de destroyer or whatever. Yeah. So that's a pretty much gives you a reference to that wires prime is which is literally Cybertron itself. Oh, okay. Is the bringer of life. Yeah, basically Unicron and Primus are planet-sized Transformers, and one is life, one is death. Oh, okay. And it's through the fact that Megatron drinks this dark energy on that he becomes Galvatron, which is a throwback to how he became Galvatron on the G1 through Unicron's power. So, with that, he either kills Ultra Magnus... Or he and Central Prime and the other Decepticons that were released from the prison cells escape on an experimental elite guard transport ship that has stealth capabilities. And they head back to Earth. Because even after the battle and so forth, there was still a lot of uh, uh, Allspark fragments that were scattered about all over the area of Detroit. And of course, Optimus and his team were already there and so forth because seeing as how there's now a working space bridge on top of Sundak Tower, they have a responsibility to protect it and they also took the time opportunity to try and build relationships between Earth and Cybertron a little bit better with Optimus being both leader and representative to Cybertron. He also has the usual as Bulkhead Bumblebee Ratchet with them. Uh Prowl pretty much gave it his life during the final battle in season three. But in his place, there's Jazz along with RC, Ironhide, and, and Hotshot, along maybe with Warpath to provide additional security because Optimus is a new leader of the Autobots, so additional security is kind of required in some way to make sure he doesn't go offline. Yeah. And my friends and I kind of speculated the fact that maybe. Is also during the time when the uh, Maximals can also be brought into the picture. Mm -hmm. Now, basically, the Maximals are part of what's known as Transformers Beast Wars, where Autobots uh, and the Decepticons can become uh, half machine, half animal in some shape or form. Because in one episode of season three called Predacons Rising, Black Arachnia gets caught in a transport field along with another Decepticon known as Waspinator that she pretty much created herself by infusing an escaped convict known as Wasp along with an actual Wasp. Yeah. Now, after she gets out of the transport field, Waspinator is kind of in pieces, but... Black Arachnia is still in one piece, but when she looks up, she sees a gorilla, 
a rhino, a cheetah, and a rat all together staring at her. <laughs> now that's a big that's a big throwback to Beast Wars because that's exactly what uh, Optimus Primal's team is comprised of. And Optimus Primal is pretty much a, a variation of Optimus Prime if you didn't get catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Optimus Primal is a gorilla, Cheetar is a cheetah, uh, then there's Rhinox, who's a rhino, and I forget, right now I forget what the rat's name is called. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they could definitely make additional throwbacks to that, and kind of help Sorry, help Sorry learn to control her powers a bit more, and learn more about Cybertron through RC, considering the fact that RC, in this one, used to be a teacher before the wars. So she could definitely help Sorry out learn of Cybertronian past, and Warpath and Ironhide kind of help our Sorry control her battle mode, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright, but I kind of blabbed enough about Transformers animated. If you want to know more, if you want to know more about uh, Transformers animated themselves, go to uh, 2B.com or .tv, I can't remember what it's called, but they pretty much have all three seasons on there. It's it's a pretty good animated series. It may not necessarily be the best of the animated series. Granted, Transformers Prime is much more acclaimed than animated. Yeah. But I still think it was pretty good, in my opinion. Well, that's good, yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, I'm probably not going to go as long as you, but my next anime pick, bringing it back to the anime, uh, is a another shonen, another well-known shonen, another A1 Pictures anime, because uh, me and my A1 Pictures, um, it's fairy tale, And so... So, me and Fairy Tale, a little, little bit of backstory for you. I actually watched probably about 90 episodes five years ago or so, back when I was in like grade 10. Uh, a while back. And I stopped basically at the end of my favorite arc because, first of all, the formula was starting to get a little old for me. And second of all, the um, um, that arc was pretty much a good place to end, at least for me. So I stopped there, and now I'm kind of coming back to it. Because I kind of wanted to confirm my uh, skepticism with A1 Pictures. Uh, I have somewhat of a trouble to complete or just kind of sit down and watch A1 Picture anime. Um, there's a bunch that I just either don't like or I didn't complete or I find boring or really. Because like, really, there's only one anime out of all A1 Pictures catalog that I can give a solid 10 out of 10 to, and that's Erased. Um, all the other ones are just kind of like, okay i guess uh fairy tale i feel like fairy tale is my favorite um long running shonen even though it is ending this season uh i'm hoping to catch up by the time it ends <laughs> uh yeah um so my favorite arc the exceed arc which i probably won't talk about here it's it's my favorite arc it's 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 probably the best at least in my opinion best intro too <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, so I am kind of familiar. I, I decided to watch about 30 episodes, and I, I'm still probably going to continue because I realized that A1 Picture Anime, Sans Fairy Tale, and Erased. Uh, Fairy Tale is different enough from all the other formulas, and uh, the, the main character doesn't look like Kirito. So, <laughs> if you notice that most of the characters all look like Kirito, 
At least, at least that's what my co-host says. All the A1 pictures just all look like Kirito. Uh, my favorite characters being uh, Loki slash Leo or uh, Loki. Uh, Mistigan, who doesn't really get his arc until the Exceed arc, but Mistigan is like, oh, I love him. And then uh, Lucy, because I'm basic mm. and I like the summoning type archetype. <laughs> In every yeah. game I can, I pick the summoner. So it's like, oh, well, she's kind of useless, sure but it? you know what? <laughs> Are you sure it's the character Lucy that you like, or the fact that she has not good-sized knockers on her? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Celestial Mage? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't mind Lucy. I don't mind Lucy. Um, she's probably my favorite out of the four, out of the main four. And then probably, I don't know, Ty, Gray, and Urza, and then put Natsu at the bottom, mainly because I don't like main characters that much in Shonen's. Um... And I guess I guess Happy can kind of sit there too. Happy's annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm probably not gonna go too long. But uh, the first arc is fairly short. It's basically, hey, we're gonna team up. Oh boy, you're gonna team up, and then you fight a, a, a dark guild, and then they beat the dark guild, and then and then and then basically, main arc shows up. The first arc. Which is where they go on an island and they have to stop. Surprise, surprise! Gray's former, uh, not yeah, pupil. Gray, Gray's former pupil. So there's this whole, you know, because so the for, the fairy tale formula is very much. Oh, it's okay. I'll edit most of this up. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, what I was talking about was uh, basically the formula of fairy tale is very much good guy for runs to fight bad guy good guy almost loses to bad guy good guy gets up for some magical reason probably friendship and beats bad guy and that's the that's the formula and it can get really old and they, you know they play the same emotional music over and over again which is good mind you but it's like oh okay um i did i did enjoy the first arc uh the first arc's all about uh Gray's uh, pupil, uh, which I think, what's his name? Uh, Leon, yeah, his is a, uh, yeah, Lion. I think it's Lion, not Leon from Fire Emblem. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's Lion, and he, uh, them two, you know, they go at it. I, I really like his creation magic, uh, because it's, because it, so, so Gray's, if you're not familiar, Gray uses ice, ice creation, which is all inanimate objects. Uh, and Lion uses uh, creation that's uh, animate, and so it, it's really cool to see that fight. Um, the animation is still pretty good, and I feel like this is my favorite magic anime, probably. Uh, we're going to talk about one next, my next pick, which, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that one. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, the thing is with Fairy Tale is that I like almost every character. I can at least... Uh, tolerate most of them uh, with shonens it's kind of crucial for you to like most of the characters and for most shonens there's there's at least four or five of them that i'm like okay i can't stand you at all <laughs> so uh, take naruto for example <laughs> i like all the support i like all the supporting cast just not the main cast <laughs> like yeah um but yeah fairy tale is is an exception there's um uh, what arc am i on I know I'm on like the quote unquote second or third arc. It's just starting to pick up now, but uh, uh, even then, uh, 
I, I like uh, Jalil as well. He's like the main bad guy for a bit. Oh, yeah. The Jalal, arc, yeah. Yeah, Jalal is really good. The main arc, uh, the arc that I'm at right now is, uh, if I remember correctly, it's the where the two guilds are fighting against each other. I think it's called Phantom, Phantom Lord. And that's when you meet Gajiel, who's the uh, Steel Dragon Slayer. Yep. Yeah, like and Gajiel. Iron Dragon Slayer. Iron, sure. yeah, Iron. And then there's uh, Juvia as well, who uh, later on is a good character. Um, and suddenly has a crazy obsession over Grey. Over Grey, yeah, yeah. So, so you're familiar with Fairy Tale? If... Yes, I am. I'm very yeah. familiar with Fairy Tale. In fact, where I stopped off with Fairy Tale and so forth, uh, like at the start of the Exceed arc, I believe. Yeah. So when they're about to go into another world and so forth, that's where I pretty much stopped at the last time I saw Fairy Tale. Wow, that's my favorite arc. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite arc that's yeah. the only arc i liked <laughs> like really liked yeah i was still kind of like mystic and so forth he was the most powerful member of the guild but he usually uses item-based magic where yeah. he uses certain objects that are magically charged in order to use his magic he fights with a series of staffs like um, yeah, yeah how in the world he carry all those staffs on his back without having some kind of back pain is beyond me <laughs> uh but yeah um i can't wait to get back to that arc. Uh, so so far i feel like this one for me is just kind of it's gonna be like spoiler the next anime that i talk about is black clover it's gonna be like black clover i just kind of put on two or three episodes and then go to bed or whatever like that uh yeah or make food as i'm watching fairy tale you know um yeah <laughs> it's not uh, an intellectually stimulating anime is what i usually like or or i like watching oh i mean right now i was on a romance kick so uh I guess that's one thing with with these shonen picks for me is that a lot of them are just I'm just gonna turn off my brain and watch it, right? Watch it for <laughs> yeah. what it is. I'm not gonna like uh, I'm not gonna break it down or anything like that because you know you know what you're getting into, uh, especially yeah. with Feta. Um Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I can't wait to get to the Jalil arc because the Jalil's I think was one of the better ones, and then obviously the Exceed arc. Um, there's like almost 300 episodes shortly, so still gonna yeah, work not on it. Not movies. <laughs> yeah, not counting the movies, which yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it for. I guess yeah. Um, like I said, I like all the characters in Fairy Tale. Uh, Elfman. Elfman just had his arc recently. Well, his like mini fight arc that I like. Uh, Elfman, Mira Jane um the gunners i don't know if you remember the two gunner people they use gun they oh man they're great to, yeah they have a belly similar to urza but instead of re-equipping armor and weapons they just re-equip their guns they yeah. use different types of guns to fire the enemy they remind me of uh roy mustang and uh what's her face a uh, hawkeye from uh fulmano alchemist brotherhood Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were the exact same banter they remind me of. I'm just like, oh, the, these two are great. Um, even, yeah. like, Vredis, the, like, the large guy who just paints and his paint magic. Like, that's the thing with, like, anime like this is that they can do so much with the uh, magic aspect of it. And, like, they can have, like, um, they can have characters just animate objects with paint magic, right? Or they could have just simple characters who just punch stuff with flaming fists or stuff like that. It's just, it's interesting. It's almost like my hero in a way where it's like, yeah, they can just basically expand on this as much as they want. And it's, 
it's good so far. Um, it's just going to be kind of, like I said, it's just going to be that anime that I'll continue to watch for now. Uh, anyways, yep. let's move on. This is also another one that I've, uh, I haven't heard, haven't heard of. Uh, I noticed a theme with yours is that it's a lot of other world animes. <laughs> yes, I I definitely love isekai type of anime isekai, where the main yeah. character is thrown to completely different worlds. With this one, a Death March to a Parallel World Rhapsody, the main character is an almost 30-year-old old video game designer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that after he he's working on two games simultaneously and so forth, and he's in charge of the debugging process and so forth. After he completes what he refers to as a death march prospect, the next time he wakes, he pretty much sleeps at work for most of the time. Because in this aspect, you're literally working so much that you pretty much fall asleep at your desk, whether you do it at a comfortable position or a very uncomfortable position. You pretty much sleep where you work in this one. And only rarely go home. Now, after he goes to sleep when he wakes up, he finds himself in, in a whole other world. Yeah, as but, you do. Uh, as you on do. On top of that, mm. on top of that, somehow, he regressed in age. He became half of his age. Now, at first he thinks he's dreaming because it's not uncommon for him to start dreaming of a video game aspect as he's working at Death March. Because literally in his visual aspect, there is a kind of interface as you were with the online game and so forth. It's like all these little uh, icon menus at the bottom where on one side the icons for the system menu, the other on what kind of items you have equipped and so forth, or abilities. And then in the middle there's HP, MP, and stamina, things like that. Yeah. Now, he actually tries to interact with it with his hand, but he couldn't, and he realizes that he interacts with it with his mind and so forth. And eventually he sees on the left side he's equipped with three items that he suggested in a, be in a meeting. Three meteor bombs, as well as a map spell. Now, the map spell pretty much reveals everything within a given area, like monsters, items, things like that. And the three meteor bombs are pretty much meteor rain, basically. Now, is that a very short point where he sees an army of 300 lizard men at level 50? And they all start shooting arrows at him. And one of those arrows actually grazes his cheek, causing him to bleed at that spot. That's when he realizes that he's not dreaming. He really is in another world. Yeah. And he just frantically spams Meteor Rain. And then suddenly, the things finally go off. And then all of a sudden... A huge storm of meteors just bear down on all those lizard men, pretty much destroying nearly everything in the area. Somehow, well, the main character who goes by the name of Sato in this one and one lizard man survive. Now, the lizard man pretty much throws a sword at him and challenges him to a fight. And Sato 
of course, being the main character, manages to beat him by throwing the sword at him. It's after he tries to catch his breath and so forth that he realizes that he's become uber-powerful. Like, he went from level 1 to level 350-something. Hmm. Okay. And now he's just overpowered as hell, and his inventory is stocked up. Like, he's got a shit ton of stuff, and he has all kinds of abilities that he kind of gained from um, uh, that battle, if you want to call it that. It was more like a one-sided massacre, whether intentional or not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's got all kinds of ultra-rare equipment and stuff, but he pretty much goes... But instead of, like, being what many other gamers, like, with will go for or equipping legendary armor, he equips a much more subtle aspect. But that's only after he tests a maxed out meteor spell that, uh, apparently once you max out a certain spell in this one, it does ten times more damage. So, considering the fact that three meteor rains cause nearly flatten a small area on itself, imagine what ten times the power would do for just one cast of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally bolted it like, like mad dash towards the next zone, and somehow there's apparently some kind of barrier that blocks certain zones and so forth. Because the moment he got into the next zone and so forth, he barely managed to avoid getting beaten to death by giant rubble. Yeah, and pretty much what was known as the Dragon's Valley, where he ended up, I bet it's pretty much flattened right now, or at least a giant crater, thanks to him. <laughs> now, it's with this one that he also encounters a knight of the near of the kingdom he's pretty much in. I can't remember her name right now, but she is two years older than him in this one, but she clearly has a fancy for the guy. Yeah. You didn't even need the main character to tell you that, but you can just tell her out the bat. And then when he gets into the city and so forth, he eventually meets these three enslaved demi-humans mm -hmm. that he picks up. He names them Pucci, Toma, and Lisa. Now... Sato is very bad at naming things with this one. Okay. <laughs> and if you watch, and if you watch Death March to Power World, you'll know exactly what I mean by that. <laughs> and it's after he officially owns these three slaves that he meets someone else, two other girls, who are princesses, former princesses of a fallen kingdom, and one of them is also from another world. Now, in this one, apparently, there are two ways for one to go to another world. One of which is either by a hero summoning, where a ritual is performed in order to summon a hero to combat the demon king, or like with this one girl, a reincarnation aspect. You still retain all your memories of your old life, but you're pretty much starting up right new life in this one. Yeah, now, yeah. the 
way they ended this one off and so forth, uh, basically Sato Street slays as well as a homunculus girl he picked up while on another kind of mini adventure and so forth that he tries to avoid and so forth. They're trying to bring an elf princess back to the forest that she's from and so forth. And the way they ended it off and so forth, they left quite a bit of few cliffhangers like, why does he remember these three gays and who's this pink haired girl that mentions rebirth, reincarnation, does this uh, goddess sort of dance where a goddess or divine being is in love with a mortal and so forth. Yeah. And it's it's very evident that some of those girls actually do have personal feelings for him, but the reincarnated girl, she's the most forward about it. Like, on the first night they go to the inn and she's supposed to be sleeping in her own bed, she uses her powers to try and seduce Sato and make him get it on with her, even though he's 15 and she's 9 years old. But apparently in this world, once you're 15 years old, you're considered an adult. <laughs> okay. Just like yeah, Japan. She, <laughs> yeah. She is... Yeah, she had no problem with him getting busy with her. Like, she's constantly trying to uh, get him to see her naughty bits and so forth, even what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> if you think some characters try to get a little forward, you have not seen Death March of the Parallel World. I mean, she's the most forward character I have ever seen in any of the anime I've watched mm. in my entire life. <laughs> okay. But yeah. But yeah, basically, Sato, even though he's overpowered as hell and pretty much maxed out all possible abilities that he can use, and so forth, he's trying to live a much more laid-back kind of lifestyle as a merchant. But, uh, apparently fates keep on uh, setting his plans into a tailspin, making him more of a uh, unwanted hero kind of lifestyle. It's pretty good anime and so forth, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's enough of that for right now, so... Well, mm. what's the next thing on your agenda? Well... October, was it? Yeah, yeah, a certain... A certain, uh, anime that I have a gripe with. A big gripe. <laughs> yeah. A certain screaming gripe. Understandable. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so Black Clover is a anime that basically... So, when it was being teased and all that, it was basically being like, yeah, this is the next great big shonen anime. This is the next big, basically not reincarnation of Naruto, or because that's Boruto, but like the next big Naruto, the next big three, basically. And um, yep. even then, some people will say Black Clover, My Hero, and I guess Fairy Tale are the quote-unquote big three right now, or even Boruto. Um, but... The thing is with with Black Clover is that they decided, hey, we're going to mix Fairy Tale with Naruto, which 
you know, that, that seems okay. Except for they gave us the worst main character ever. <laughs> yeah. The first 12, 13 episodes, it's just him screaming over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, if you were to make a, a drinking game of where um, every time Oscar screams, you take a shot and <laughs> yeah, so forth. You'd be dumb. Make sure you're doing it with a uh, kind of slumber or party kind of thing. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to be punch drunk by the time you're done with at least episode, episode one. Yeah, four, one. <laughs> like, uh, where I'm at now, he's not screaming as much, which uh, that's what my friends did tell me, is that like later on, come like episode like 20, for crying out loud, that he's, he stopped screaming because they probably got the feedback of people checking out the first episode and then just never looking back. Um, the most of the, which is the the other gripe for me, even with Asta not screaming, I still don't like him. Uh, I like his magic. <laughs> I like his sword, but that's it. Well, technically, Asta isn't actually using. Yeah, magic, yeah, his, say. his ability, whatever. You know, he's got a sword. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in this world, in this world, almost everyone can use some aspect of magic. Yeah, and it's fairy tale too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in this point of a certain person's life, they get <coughs> excuse me, they get a grimoire which pertains to their each magical spells and so forth. But Asta doesn't get a grimoire, at least not a normal one, because uh, in this aspect, magic is based off of uh, clover. The three. Clover pretty much has the basics of the branches of magic as most general. If you get a book that has a four-leaf clover, then you have a lot of good luck on your mm, Yeah. The fifth clover can, pertains to demon, and Asta gets a book that has a five-leaf clover on the cover, even though uh, the, the book clover. itself, even though the cover itself is badly worn with age and looks beat up as hell. Yeah. yeah. And it's from this book that Asta gets his anti magic swords and apparently he's the only one that can actually use them effectively because he doesn't have any magical abilities yeah yeah um but yeah like even if you exclude asta and you look at the black bolts the main guild the the main guild at least for the start i like a total of four characters out of that guild <laughs> i like noel because i'm a sucker for twin Tails, and she's she's actually okay and then I like Luck because he's great and he likes to fight. And then I like yeah. Gordon for obvious reasons because <laughs> that's my name. And he's great and I really hope he gets character development. And then I like Charmy because she likes food. And that's it. And <laughs> that's it. Everybody else, it's like Rebecca, I think her name, is just a, a knockoff version of Kana from Fairy Tale. <laughs> like, and like, <laughs> it's just like all these characters, I'm like, I don't. I don't care. Like even you know the Sasuke. It's like I don't. You're just Sasuke. Like, like that being said, though the animation is good and the antagonist, I feel like, are at least really interesting. I I got to a bit today that um, the I, I I forget his name, but basically his power is that he raises the undead kind of, and he summons like quote unquote dolls. And I really like that. I, I'm a sucker for undead, so it's like oh okay. Okay, you might have me interested here, except for, you know, once when you get beaten, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> um, he's, he's cool. He's cool. Um, the animation is pretty good as well. It's just pretty much like fairy tales. Um, but yeah, it's just like fairy tale light plus Naruto for some odd reason. <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like th- that's one of the things about the anime is that like it's hard when you only like a total of about four characters at least to start with. Uh, maybe later on, because I've have I have heard that Yami actually gets really good, who's the the leader. So because I know he has an arc later on. So yeah, um, uh, you obviously have watched a little bit. Well, watched more than I have. Yeah, to a certain extent and so forth. I know for a fact that the primary antagonist of the series and so forth is uh, kind of their own little dark guild, if you will. Yeah. But they also have these third eyes that apparently when they open up, they boost their powers considerably. Okay. Yeah, and apparently for one of them, this third eye is more of a controlling factor for her because she used to be a good person and apparently one of the other characters that Asta defeats earlier on, the uh, diamond guy. Yeah. He and her used to be friends, and he thought he killed her during a certain point. Oh, oh, it's that lady. Yes, it's her. She's still alive. Oh, okay. But uh, she's with this dark group and so forth. Yeah. And apparently, she wants to destroy everything. But I think that's a side effect of that third eye on her forehead. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm at that that point at least when it comes to watching little clips on YouTube. I have not really gotten in depth into Black Clover myself yet. Yeah. But I think it's a very interesting anime in its own right and so forth. Yeah. It, it's pretty it's very unusual and so forth, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's for sure. You know, it, it, it takes the magical fantasy world of fairy tale and then adds like a little bit of a darker twist to it. And then of course adds like the Naruto bits to it. And um Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, I, I I will like like I said with Fairy Tale, it's it's a good anime. Just kind of turn my brain off and just kind of watch. That's what I'll probably do with uh, with these. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Noel's a bit of a Sundra in this Sundra, one, yeah. especially when it comes to Asta and so forth. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> She's great. She's 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 pretty great. I like how she. I, what I liked about the Black Bulls, at least some most of them, is that they're all just kind of rejects, <laughs> and they're all just kind of like not. They're all wacky. It's just like fairy tale, right? They're all just kind of really weird people, and you know that that's that's an anime trope in in, in of its own. But um, I like how she doesn't can't control her magic at at least the first bit and then it's like the first like mini fight you get it's like oh yeah i can i can do defensive spells okay it's like oh okay okay <laughs> yeah the reason, yeah um you don't want me to spoil it for you but there's a reason why she can't control her offensive spells very well yeah okay well, I'll, I'll get to that no i'll definitely go back to block i'll definitely continue and uh yeah you... but there is a very good reason it's more of a subconscious kind of Thing, but oh, okay. there's a very good reason why her offensive spells aren't okay. working as they should. Yeah. Uh, side note: all of the characters in the Silver Ego, uh, Ego, Silver Eagles yeah. guild, they all look like JoJo characters. Oh God! They all look I... like JoJo characters. <laughs> it's, it's sad, but it's hilarious. Hate JoJo. It's so boom. Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't like JoJo? No, I don't. It looks. So stupid. It's I mean, so oh, great. God. It is so great. You you just gotta you just gotta go in blind and watch. I would oh. at least suggest watching the first part, which I think that's like eight episodes. Um, <laughs> it's 
just go in blind and you'll be like, okay, this is, is it a comedy? Is it an action? Is it a parody? Who knows? Um, they, oh. they do like a lot of classic rock references. Like there's a guy in the first arc that's, um, his name is, uh, Led Zappelli, Baron L. Zappelli. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, later on, there's uh, the stands. Or, uh, there's one stands that's called Killer Queen. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they gets gets. Uh, there's a antagonist named ACDC. <laughs> so oh, God. yeah, but like they take it, they take each other seriously, and then and then you put that with the Silver Eagles, and they just look like JoJo characters. That they have the same stances, they have the same kind. It's like what. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you. And the worst thing is that those members of the Civil Eagles are Noel's siblings. Yeah, and they treat her like garbage. Yeah. It's just horrible. <laughs> They're JoJo characters. Uh, oh God. <laughs> it kind of now that you brought that up, it makes me wonder if the people who made JoJo also kind of had a hand in uh, some parts of Black Clover. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh god yeah i just i find that pretty great um just because because uh, I, I, I did get to that part today and they're all making fun of noel and i'm just sitting there and just like what the hell what are these jojo characters doing <laughs> it's like uh and of course one of them's a female character too it's like what is going on and you know um i, I definitely want to see more of the silver eagles because if they all look like that it's going to be amazing <laughs> <laughs> well, they all have braided beaks over their foreheads yeah <laughs> something like that uh anyways let's move on to our your final or actually the final anime for today's episode uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which is an anime that I, I'm on the fence. I, I don't know if I want to watch it, and that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, the main character is another middle-aged man and so forth, but in this one, he starts off about to go with, with the lunch break with one of his co-workers and so forth, who's trying to show off his new girlfriend and so forth. Mm-hmm. But before they actually get to the place and so forth, a random guy just suddenly charging through with a knife in his hand stabs the main character in the back. Literally in the back as he was trying to to protect his co-worker and so forth. And then he just dies right at the beginning and so forth. And apparently as, as he's dying this strange female-like voice keeps on noting the fact that certain abilities that he's, that he's kind of referencing to in a certain aspect, he gained those abilities like the fact that it's suddenly hot and he's suddenly acquired resistance to heat and he's cold, he's got resistance to cold, those two combined to thermal fluctuations still acquired, and the fact that he got damage resistance and uh, gets a body that doesn't have acquired blood, and the ability, the unique skill Predator. As well as, as Sage and Great Sage unique extra skill. Yeah. And the next, and the next thing he realizes, he's still kind of awake and so forth, but he can't move his limbs. And eventually, he realizes that uh, he has, has became a slime. <laughs> 
he literally just becomes a standard slime. He's blind as hell, he can feel around and so forth. But all of a sudden he went from a person to a slime. Yeah. It's also it's also during the event that he just starts gobbling up a bunch of plants he stumbled on and so forth. Why is he doing that? Because he's so bored! <laughs> and it's eventually that the same voice that he heard as he was dying pretty much answered the question that he has as to where all the plants that he was eating was going. It also reveals that those plants were eating, that he was eating were a very rare type of healing herb. And he used his skill Predator to analyze everything that he kind of gobbles up and stores it inside a special space in his body. Yeah. So when he does that, he just gobbles up those plants like mad and turns each and every single one of them into a healing potion he can use for later. And along the way, he also gobbles up some magical ore, ore that are made of magicules. Now, magic kills are pretty much the building blocks of all things and so forth. And uh, you need magic kills in order to either cast spells or even name monsters in this one. Because apparently when you name a monster in this one, they rank up and become more powerful too. Yeah. And it's during while he was running around that he eventually meets Valdora, a storm dragon who was sealed down there for over 300 years. Now, the Storm Dragon teaches our little slime friend how to see with magic kills. And it's only then that you realize that he called a dragon bald. Uh, eventually, they become fast friends, and Veldor in this one is a major Sundra, to say the least. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also say the interactions between our little slime friend and Valdora are pretty hilarious. Okay. Now, eventually, at one point, Rimuru suggests that he eat Valdora and the barrier that uh, sealed him into where he is right now for over 300 years. Because if nothing is done... In the next 100 years, Veldora would have just disappeared anyways. Yeah. Because his magicules were being, were slowly epping out of his body and just draining away out of him. And the only way to free him was for a two-prong attack while Rimuru, which is what Veldora names him, by the way, <laughs> attacks the barrier on the outside while Veldora attacks it from the inside. So they can both analyze it simultaneously. Now, Veldora has Rimuru come up with a kind of family name and so forth. And that's when Rimuru came up with the name of Tempest. Veldora loved the name. Yeah. And then gave Rimuru, gave Rimuru his name of Rimuru Tempest. And after that, he encounters a other monsters like a black serpent, armored lizard, a giant spider, and a bat. And also, with his predator skill, 
if he actually devours something and kind of keeps it in his stomach, he can actually copy those abilities and make them his own. Hmm, okay. Yeah, basically, for a slime, he's overpowered as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, eventually, he becomes... He uh, gains charge over goblins and wargs. Or wolves, I should say. Dire wolves. And eventually, he just gets more and more prestige, despite what pretty much happens and so forth. He goes from being in charge of a small all-goblin village to having a few ogres with him, three dwarves, uh, I mean, four dwarves, all of which are pretty much pretty damn famous, to say the least. Yeah. And he eventually becomes Chancellor of the Jura Forest of Lion, Alliance, which contains his group of goblins and so forth, the orcs, lizardmen, as well as as the Dryads, the Watchers of the Jura Woods. That's in the most recent episode as well. Hmm. So hmm. yeah. Now, uh, the thing is, is, like I said, when you, when Rimuru gives a name to someone, they rank up, but if he gives names, character, or the monsters too many times or so many times within one given day, he runs out of magic kills and pretty much passes out for three days. Okay. Yeah, so imagine naming 150,000 orcs. Hmm. That that whole escapade took a total of 10 days in order to get through. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the interactions with Rimuru and all these other characters are very interesting and so forth, particularly when it comes to the two ogre females in him. <laughs> yeah. Needs to say, I'm surprised that one of the female ogres, particularly considering what she wears at a certain point, considering the fact that she's both Rimuru's secretary and bodyguard, the way she's dressed and so forth, and how well endowed she is, she's just uh, <laughs> on the verge of a possible accident, if you know what I mean. Oh, joy. <laughs> yeah, but apparently that never actually happens and so forth, but uh, it's very hilarious on how things go and so forth. Yeah. But it's a, it's a very good anime, and for once, for once in a very long-ass time... They're coming up with an anime series that's more than 12 to 13 episodes long. Oh, when I heard from a friend of mine, that time ago, reincarnated as a slime is supposed to be running for 24 episodes total. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, they, they uh, premiere every Monday at about 10.30 or 11.30 on kissanime.net. So go check it out if you're interested and so forth. For me, I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing anime. It definitely brings about isekai aspect to it, a uh, different aspect, and shows that even slimes can be very powerful yeah. when given the opportunity and the proper abilities. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for today's special episode of Two Lords of Swords. Uh, Draconic Saber, thank you very much for coming on the show. 
Uh, any final? Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Any uh, final parting gifts you want to say before we head out? Uh, not per se and so forth, but I have definitely have a few other anime that I would recommend at a later time and so forth. Yeah, well. But, but hey, give those animes a shot. Don't give them. Don't knock them until you try them, like me with sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone one loves anime there's nothing wrong with watching anime so good night all you ladies and germaphobes on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you can uh, email the show at two lords about swords at gmail.com and uh, you can find me on twitter and at youtube at alkazombie707 and uh, my co-host who's not here today but he will be here uh he's normally on twitter at lord underscore nero uh, other than that though i hope you enjoyed today's episode and i will talk to you guys again real soon take care <laughs>